You're listening to the Dude Abides Podcast. This is Jim Napier, and I hope all of you are having a great Easter weekend. I know uh, I am. It's, it's been a good weekend so far here, and I am first off going to talk a little bit about we had to take an absence. Uh, I had some issues that I needed to work on and focus on it and, and try to uh, get myself on a path to uh, to being happy and healthy. Well, that got me to thinking. It got me to thinking about movies. And, well, I always think about movies. What am I talking about? But mental health in movies and how mental health is portrayed uh, in, in film. I started off... Primarily because of the fact that I watched uh, Friday the 13th Part 4. And that really made me get to thinking. I was like, wow, this is, this is the way that, that people uh, have, have feelings and think about people with mental illness. Uh, if you don't know the film, tr- trust me, it, it, it doesn't, there, it basically uses tropes of, and, and does not portray mental health or mental illness in the in a, in a good manner in my opinion i think the same is true with other horror films i mean dream warriors is another one that comes to mind and uh, i you know I, I really do think that that's a that's a good one to uh to keep in mind when when talking about mental health and mental illness because uh, you know it primarily takes place into in a mental health facility I think that that really the manner in which the patients, all of the uh, the main the dream warriors, if you will, are you know are just treated and blown off, like not believed. No one believes what they have to say. No one wants to hear them, and it just seems to be that way. And. I wanted to talk a little bit about it because I think it's important. I think there are so many negative, so many stigma, so much stigma with going to going to get therapy. You know, oh, I have mental health issues. Uh, you know, I I don't like to post that on my Facebook. I mean, isn't that bad? I mean, that's a big part of who I am. I mean, it's not my favorite part, <laughs> but it is it is what it is. And the idea that there's such a stigma and that that stigma is perpetuated by one of the main things in my life that I love, aside from my wife and family, movies. And I understand, I used to have the belief, well, you know, yeah, this is, you know, things have changed. and, And I understand that. And I can respect that things have changed in terms of viewpoints. I just want to make it clear that people that are watching this for the first time, I hope that you don't, or these films for the first time, or any film where mental health or, uh, you know, any of the leads have mental health issues, um, or the killer is a mental health inmate. That's that's another one. That's my favorite. (laughs) But, you know, let's let's look at this person as as not being bad mental illness is important 
to work on. Mental health is important to work on. And I really want to put that out there. And that's something that I'm going to be focusing on for the rest of my life. I have to deal with what I have done in the past and what I have lost as a result of it. I've lost friends. I've lost, thinking back to, I mean, I've lost jobs. And unfortunately, it's because of the fact that I did not <laughs> realize that I was not on the, the proper mix of, uh, of therapy and, and, and medicine. This is the first time in my 44-year-old life where I'm truly on the right road to how I, you know, to how I, how I want to be. And this is what's even more unsettling right now. I just found out this week on Friday um, that basically my insurance does not want to pay for the higher level. If you could see me right now, you'd see me making um, air quotes <laughs> for a higher level of care that is outpatient therapy. That's They consider intensive outpatient therapy. It's just me going to group three times a week. Hell, I I love it. It's really been instrumental in my healthcare, my mental health, and my recovery as a person. And, you know, getting perspectives from other people that are dealing with many times the same exact type of thing or something adjacent to that is so wonderful. I don't, I don't know. But my insurance doesn't want to pay for it. But it's so wonderful to to hear from other people and get affirmations that, hey, you you aren't alone. You know, you're you're you can do this. You're okay. And when I think about that, I'm like, wow. You know, it's a simple thing going to a group and and how much the fact that I isolated myself so much. anxiety, depression, what have you, whatever reason it is, I retreated into my own world where I isolated myself from everyone. And I regret that. And I, I really think group therapy is something that I, I, I got to find a way to continue. I'm, I'm going to petition my, uh, my health insurance which is a decent health insurance. It's Blue Cross Blue Shield Horizon uh, through Rutgers University. I I really need this in my life, guys. And I, it's it's so disheartening our current state of the health uh, healthcare system, mental health included. I uh, it, it's imperative for me to be able to get feedback from other people in in, in reality. In addition. I feel I've actually been able to give help to other people, people that were on the edge of, of, of a crisis. And because of some of the feedback I gave, you know, that they were able to calm down or that I give other advice, different things, you know, that people hadn't even thought of. You know, I remember one person on our group 
didn't have a job and now she has a job. So I've been following and talking with her and, you know, addressing her concerns that she might have about, you know, oh, I'm not going to get this. I'm not good enough or that kind of thing. You know, just giving her the, the support that she needed at the time, just like they give me the support that I needed when I need it. Anyway, movies are a big part of my life, and I hope movies will continue to do better, or at least there will be some discussion on commentaries of films or, you know, as a featurette on discs about mental health, and I think it's important. Anyway, I'm here to talk about mental health if anyone wants (laughs) to talk about it ever. I don't know. I'm just doing better than I've ever been in my life, guys, and I'm trying to, despite my recent situation. Many of you may know I'm down here in Florida uh, with my wife dealing with my father-in-law, who recently was taken off a ventilator, and he was put on a ventilator, and he's now home. Now, now home, and he's recovering. This is a pretty damn stressful situation, let me, (laughs) you know. Let me not beat around the bush. <laughs> it is. And I really think that because of the fact that I've been doing therapy and in, and learning mindfulness, that I've been able to shape the way that I react and interact with people, people in general. And that's helped me in this situation. Anyway, I really think there are some great movies. And you know what? I love both of the movies that I've talked about. I love any movie that I, if I mention a movie and I talk about that, I, I say I like it, you can you consider it the truth. <laughs> and I like it. I'm, I definitely enjoy both Friday the 13th part four, which to be honest with you is better than two and three combined in, in my humble opinion. Anyway, anyway, we don't have to get into that now. And then I love Dream Warriors. You know, it's you know, it's just one to three for me. I don't really care for two, but it is what it is. It's still a classic slasher Nightmare on Elm Street film. I've been watching a lot of genre movies, in case you didn't know. And if you followed me on Letterboxd, you you you'd know that already, but you many of you do. And it's It's kind of funny. It's like all of my movies. It's Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th. Um, uh, I had some best in show. (laughs) Friday the 13th, best in show. I and the reason is I've been watching movies when I can because I'm not able to watch movies that often with uh, my father-in-law. And the reason being he is fanatical about what he watches. Do you know? He he is fanatical. Just like Walter Sobchak is fanatical about uh, bowling and following rules and how it's a travesty, <laughs> those types of things, it's, it's the same kind of way. Uh, you know, I, I really want to make sure that I have the time to watch movies, but also share them with him. So when I get chances, I I, I try to, you know, watch a movie here and there. For example, we recently watched Assault on Precinct 13. 
the the original John Carpenter version. Nothing against the remake with Ethan Hawke, which and and Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Gabriel Byrne. These people uh, did a great job on that remake. It is, it's great. It's a great combination of everybody. But anyway, Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Uh, we watch that on HBO Max. The remake also happens to be on HBO Max if you're interested in watching, just doing a double header like I was wanting to do. But this is how funny it is with, with my father-in-law, Tony. He has to watch certain shows at certain times. He's fanatical about it. And I understand. I shouldn't. I don't even like to say it. Let me take that back. He's not fanatical about it. It's something that makes him happy. And you know what? Life is too short not to be happy. That's kind of why I'm so glad that I'm doing therapy of of some kind, which I will always be doing. But I don't know. Movies like The Big Lebowski, movies like that help me get through in times. But lately it's been genre movies, uh, horror movies especially. I've been watching a lot of Shudder and uh, <laughs> Arrow Player. If you don't have either of those services, I highly recommend you try them out. At least give the the trial, the free trial, a, a shot. See if you if you if you like it. If you don't, I'm I would love to hear from you. <laughs> so feel free to reach out to us at uh, on Twitter at Dude Abides Pod, and you can reach us on both Facebook and Instagram as well at Dude Abides Pod. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about a wide variety of things. I would really love to know if there's anything else that you want me to talk about, anything that you want me to share. Um, you know, send me anything on Twitter or reach out. Thanks again for listening and keep abiding.